1: This is the Lisa Dent Show. Yesterday, we wanted to get Paul Lisnick on, and, of course, the president was speaking, and we wanted to carry that as well. So our conversation with Paul Lisnick was relegated to, like, 90 seconds, but it's a bigger day to talk to him. Yesterday, when we had a conversation with the former governor of Illinois, Pat Quinn, Pat hinted that Chewy would be running. Well,
0: I'm going to listen to what Chewy has to say. As I said, he's a good friend. And he always has been. Matter of fact, uh, you know, he and I worked together in City Hall years ago, 40 years ago. And then uh, he's also, you know, been a state senator and county board member, now a congress member. But I'm not going to make any any decisions until I see, you know, who the candidates are. And also you got to file petitions.
1: Paul Isnick from WGN-TV is a political analyst. I call him the man with the bow tie, although you always tell me I don't always wear a bow tie, Lisa, but I feel like you do, Paul. Thanks for jumping on the Lisa Dent Show. Do you think Chewy's replacement in Congress, if he was to win the seat of mayor of Chicago, could possibly be Pat Quinn?
0: First, I think we should have class on the lawn. Secondly, (laughs) sleep in bow ties. But now to get to your questions. Um, No, I I don't expect that to be the case. I I think that um, because there's been such an effort both in the city and and, and federally with regard to congressional seats to make sure that there is appropriate uh, Latino representation in Congress. Um, while I haven't given much thought yet to who would replace uh, Chewy Garcia, we got a long way before that would happen. My guess would be that the reach would be to somebody uh, from the Latino community.
1: Yeah, I would hope so. I just thought the way Pat said yesterday, we're friends, and I've been talking with him and talking with him. And, and well, so well, I'll tell just... you, I
0: think, I think what that's about, uh, Pat Quinn is also contemplating, as you know, a run for mayor. Right. So I think what the folks who have not yet announced, and that would include LaShawn Ford, Brian Hopkins, Alderman of the Second Ward, Pat Quinn, Tom Tunney, yeah, I think they're talking to Chewy Garcia because I think they're trying to get a sense of what, uh, of how that uh, his decision will influence their own decision, if at all.
1: Right. This is what Chewy Garcia had had to say today when he announced his run. We need that Chicago
0: needs a lead, leader with the vision of our future and the know-how and the empathy to get us there together. From crime to unemployment to the shortage of affordable housing, there is so much that we need to build as we emerge from a global pandemic and a racial reckoning that exposed. The painful history of inequity in our city. People are still living paycheck to paycheck. And folks are living in fear of losing their homes, their livelihood, and
1: yes, even their loved ones. Paul listening from WGN-TV, political analyst, is with us. And this is something everyone knew was going to happen. And he chose today because it has special meaning, right?
0: Well, I'd say a couple of things about that. Yes, it has special meaning. This was the day back in 1987, I think it was, when although no, that, that, that when it passed, but it was 82, that Harold Washington made his announcement. So it was on this November day that Washington did that. That, I think, is Garcia's way of sending the message about his connection and relationship with Harold Washington, although, to be honest with you, Lisa, at this point, you probably have to be of a certain age group um, to remember just how popular uh, Harold Washington was. I recently interviewed Helen Schiller, former alderwoman, and uh, she has a lot of wonderful things to say about Harold Washington. He was amazingly popular. I think Garcia's pulling into that. The one thing on, I don't think that Garcia pays the price for, but it is sort of an interesting note that, you know, he, he could have made this announcement a week ago or two weeks ago, but in kind of, you know, maybe covering his own grass over there, he decides to make the announcement. 48 hours after he wins his reelection, So that means he gets to run for mayor, and if things work out for him, great. If things don't work out for him, well, he's still got his congressional position. I always kind of wonder about that when people say, well, let me get my first job down, reelected, elected and we'll run for something else.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much a win-win situation for him. He might take a sure. bit of a hit if he doesn't win the mayoral election, but nonetheless, you're right, he's still in Congress, so he still has a job affecting change.
0: Uh, what do you think he up, right he would end up saying by the way and I can still serve the people probably, right is what he right would
1: say. and and what it would do I, I, we felt like when the mayor called in twice to our show in a matter of days that maybe it was in anticipation of getting a jump because she knew that the chewy Garcia news would dominate all the headlines
0: well she also knew I think Garcia had uh had was part of a poll that recently came out that showed him in second position to the mayor, um, I think her, I'm not looking at that poll right now, but I think she ranked about 25 percent uh, favorability, and he came in next uh, in the high teens. So when you look at the field of candidates, you've got 10 of them right now um, who are all trying to get the job. Garcia, of course, plays well, and people should remember that he was in the um, – he was in the runoff election with Rahm Emanuel in, in Rahm's second term, forcing that into a, into an, a runoff. Now, it, it, he didn't win, um, but obviously Garcia is a popular figure in the city, and my guess is Mayor Lightfoot is very well aware that among the many players who are involved, um, he's a, a credible threat. But but I think one of the questions you're going to see a lot of chatter about coming up is this notion of splitting the minority community votes among all these candidates. You have several African-Americans in there, um, Latino. So the question is, if voters use that as a criteria for for their selection, what direction are they going to go? It's going to be hard for anybody to consolidate a vote.
1: So if there's a runoff, when will the second election take place?
0: So that's in April. The first one, February 29th. The second one, I think, it's April 8th, would be the would be the runoff date. And um, and that will be the top two vote getters. If, if anybody gets over 50 percent in February, that's it. So there's not automatically a runoff. But when you look at the cast of characters right now, the odds of anybody getting over 50 percent, I think, are pretty negligible. So we can expect that runoff to happen in April. And Garcia thinks he'll be the other one in there, most likely, with Mayor Lightfoot.
1: And, and we're less than four months away from the first election, from the mayoral election, and we still have people who are going to jump in. Why are they waiting to the last minute, and when is the last day they can file?
0: Well, I think we're waiting for a while because I think they're, they're looking at how the field shapes up. Uh, Representative LaShawn Ford, who's tried it before, but his. Uh, his realm didn't get very far, so he may be looking to see if, if somebody goes in who he thinks might you know, serve his agenda and do well. Ultimate Brian Hopkins, although I've talked to Hopkins about it, we'll see what he does, um, but I, one of the points he made to me, I, th- I think it's, he wouldn't mind me sharing this, but he said whether he gets in or not, it's, it's not going to be based on who else is in the race. He, basically, he's noting if he gets in, it's because he thinks he's the best candidate and he ought to be able to win. He's not going to shy away because somebody else declared. I think Tom Tunney um, maybe of like mind, but you know, Tunney is very popular in the Lakeview community, obviously among the LGBTQ community. So I, I think he's also considering, I think he and Garcia are friends. And for Pat Quinn, who as you said, you've talked to, um, that's a statewide figure. Look, one of the issues that a lot of these folks have to deal with is the name recognition factor. You've got Brandon Johnson, who's a Cook County commissioner. He's got the support of the, of the school, of the teachers union already and whatever. But you have to wonder whether the teachers union, now that Garcia is in, may have stepped back. And and say, hmm, well, okay, we've made our commitment, but maybe we might have gone a different way if we knew.
1: Paul, thank you so much for jumping on the Lisa Dent Show. We always appreciate your analysis.
0: I love being with you. Thanks, Lisa.
1: You see him on WGN-TV. We'll get a check on weather and traffic with Mary Vandeveld. And then can you imagine opening the door like a woman in Aurora and having people saying, I'm here for the walkthrough because I put down all my deposit and I rented your house. It's on Zillow. She didn't put it up for rent. Scammers did. We'll talk to an FBI agent about that next. What's up, Mayor?